You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odie Mari, Sodi Mari, Mari, Sodi Mari, Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey oh, yes no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Hello, Vietnam! Okay, hello, everybody. <laughs> Why did you say okay like that? F- to Vietnam? <laughs> you, have you never seen yes, the Robin that amazing Williams Robin movie? Williams yes, movie? I'm well aware of the of So then it's the not movie. that weird. Okay, it's weird for us. That's, Why is that weird? I have that's not how we start this. I thing have off. a variety of introductions. If anything, I say hello. This, well, last time you didn't like that I was doing. Um, the last time you, I'm the one who started. No, well, maybe not last time. Last time, but the last time before that. Last time you didn't like the way that I did. Was up, was up, was up. You didn't like my other one thing. I can't just switch it up and do something different each time. The the listeners want consistency. They do have consistency. That's why we have a theme song. Okay, sure. And I'm sure there's there. Uh, okay, fine, fine, fine. We have listeners. A theme song. Please let us know whether or not I'm right or he's right, and I know that I'm right. Speaking of what, who who are we? I'm Odie, and I'm Maurice, and you're listening to the Black and Snurdy Podcast. <laughs> the snurds of a flower. Walk together. Wow. We so, gotta get we're, we gotta get that as a drop. Uh, no, I'm mean on a shirt. It's already at the end. What? 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 You gotta get it on a shirt. Oh, a shirt? Yeah, that would be a cool shirt. Remember your shirt era? Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> and I and I lost one of my tank tops. No, the the black black sexy nerd one. Yeah, I think Where I left. Did you I left it in DC. I I I think oh, I left it in a hotel. Damn. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? Maybe one day we'll be walking Man, it was around. A good shirt too. And we're gonna see somebody. Somebody wearing my tank top, and yes. I'm gonna be like filthy. <laughs> You're filthy. But did it say black and nerdy on it? Uh, it didn't say black and nerdy on the back. It's is it black a, sexy nerdy? Yeah, black sexy nerdy, or well, black sexy nerd. Maybe it'll just someone will see it and we'll. But start selling some merch. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see them at Howard. Maybe. Um, but this is episode forty nine of the Black and Sturdy Podcast. We are here for another episode to bring you joy and mirth and all of the fun things uh, and not so fun things. You know, like we're just here uh, doing it up. Speaking hey. speaking of doing things up, um, how about we start off with the uh, Q and A with O and M. Speaking of consistency, right? Speaking of what the listeners have come to know and love, they love my voice, right? (laughs) Just vamping away. Uh, No, this is the section of the podcast where we uh, ask each other a couple get-to-know-you questions so that you, the listeners, can get to know us, the two hosts of this fine program. And uh, yeah, you know, it's a it's a it's a fun little exercise that we started doing maybe like what, like 10 episodes in. And maybe. yeah, we haven't looked back, man. It's crazy that it's uh, going to be the, the big five. We've been doing this almost two years. 
Is it really almost been two years? Yeah, we started uh, during the pandemic, and we, uh, you know, we switched locations. We did, we did. Um, you know, by in that time period, I got an apartment where we could host this. I got a bunch of brand new state of the art equipment. Oh god! <sighs> Look at this! Look at this boom mic! Oh, this All right, close your so eyes. Fucking good. All right. Yes, my eyes are closed. I can't tell because you have these sunglasses. Well, on. my eyes are closed. Where, where are you? Where? They're right here. Okay, here we go. My eyes are open. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're so annoying. You're so annoying. Uh, all right, you go first. Okay. Have you visited places where your family's originally from? Yes, Barbados. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, not even unfortunately. Well, I guess it is kind of unfortunate uh, that on my mom's side. Not much is known ancestrally. I can't imagine we started out in Baltimore forever, right? Um, well, but Baltimore was a really big port city, so the slaves maybe could have been so. Th- there's a good chance that people could there's, have been there. there's a good chance that maybe that is the maybe you have some native ancestry there. Who I'm knows? not. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. I. You know what? Uh, shout out to my mom. I'm gonna call her tomorrow. Wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, hopefully I can get a little bit more information about my family. Now, I, I feel like I already know the answer to this because Lord knows you are a globe trotting motherfucker. Uh, but have you visited places where your family is from? Ibaquenu, yeah. Ibaquenu, yeah. Is it, what is, say, say it again. Ibaquenu. Quenu. 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 Kind of like that movie with Campion. There was a lot of that happening yesterday. Yes, it's like a it's a, cool a little response. bit of that happening yesterday. I would say yeah. D- during one specific song, I think. Oh no! Remember when we were doing the, the when I was like doing announcing the them? Yes, and I was like at the end or during the gifts, and I was like Ibo Quenu. That's yeah. like it's a call and response, like Ibo's. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I have been to Niger now two or three times. I cannot wait to go back. I really would like to spend six months there. Really? N- like, well, or possibly the equivalent of six months in a year. <laughs> what is the is the equivalent of six months is six months? No, I'm sorry. What not, do you mean? I meant like not back to back. Oh, okay. I don't want to be there for six so consecutive not Non-consecutive months. six months. Thank you. Yes, so non-sequential. Like, what is it? Non-consecutive. Non-consecutive. Thank you. I don't know why sequential came in there. What mm. does sequential mean again? Sequential, it means in order. In order, okay. Yeah, um, so, so not sequential. Yeah, just because I feel like six months is a long time to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, if I could do two months here, two months there, that would be cool. It would just be like, do I have good internet and does the VPN work? And sometimes you can't get certain American sites yeah, over there. Not but, to mention that, like, you would have to adjust your time schedule, like, massively. That honestly is not you're that already, you're It's only five hours different. Yeah, well, it, it it's five hour difference for East Coast. Oh, uh, I guess eight hours, maybe. Yeah. the West Coast. So you would be working an eight hour shift, a different eight hours of the day. True, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it would be that bad. And honestly, that's an entire like. I've worked night. from I've worked from Nigeria before. You'd be you'd be work well, okay, but you'd be working like nighttime hours, right? Mm, early morning to like early early evening. That's I mean, like from like two to ten. Two a.m. to ten. 
2 a.m. to 10 a.m.? Yeah, that's like, that's eight hours. Yeah, it would be a weird schedule, but nobody would be bothering me. Yeah, but, well, I mean, your ass is very insomniatic anyway, so so I guess it wouldn't be that. Wouldn't make that big of a difference. It really wouldn't. Um, Should I ask my question now? Yes, please. What the habit you're proudest of breaking? Biting my nails. I used to bite my nails a lot uh, as a kid and even well into, like, my college years. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I not I think I know why um, it was it it was spurred on because of how I would uh, wear my fingerless gloves all the time uh-huh. uh, in my 20s. And when I was wearing my fingerless gloves, I was still touching like everything uh, that the subway has to offer mm-hmm. and then putting mm-hmm. it in my, my mouth. And then I just realized, Ugh, like I'm, I'm putting so much disgusting New York pole juice yeah. and substances in my mouth. So like once I stopped doing that, uh, as a side note, Sam Bourne, a uh, friend of the show. Hey, he, Sam. He also uh, bites his nails and I'm trying to, one of my goals, one of my secret goals is to get him to you stop start biting petty, his nails. Uh, manicures with him. Uh, that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, we're, we're right near the place where we get them. So, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and we live nearby with, uh, we live near each other. So it's not out of the realm of possibility of making that happen. Um, what about you? Habits. So I, I mean, what's the habit you're proudest of breaking? I don't even know. Have you broken any habits? What are some What are some habits that you have? I can't think of any that are like maybe about sharing feelings. Is that a habit? Yes, it is. If you can consi- if okay. you consistently do a thing, I it's a habit. Am proud that I have been actively breaking the habit of not sharing my feelings and being. Open and vulnerable with people. It is a a newer, very fairly recent habit mm-hmm. um, that I I've been extending because I I think that like with my family, I will say I'm I've generally been better mm-hmm. at sharing my feelings because if I'm annoyed at something, like I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Probably because with my family, it's like. If you don't say it, then it'll just keep happening over and over again. Well, that, but also like what, my, my, my mom's not going to stop talking to me because I'm like, I don't like this. You mm-hmm. know, um, that's more of a fear that I have of people that are not in my family. And not to say that that's not been hard, just even with my family to be as open as I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I think okay, so great. Thank you very much because that was a good, that was a good one. Because I couldn't think of anyone because I, I don't bite my nails anymore, and I, it wasn't something I thought about stopping. I just don't do it. And I maybe because I have, I do bite my nails, but now I have. You like, have like actual like gel and manicured stuff yeah, nails. Nothing's stuff. happening, so I'm not chewing them right, off. I'm just right. like, I think one of the stems stems I have is like touching my nails a lot mm-hmm. and clacking them. So I like to chomp on them, but I don't want to break them. Right. Um, the way that, like, when I was younger. But even when I ch- bit my nails when I was younger. Nails. 
Beyonce's never. I want to just let y'all know. Beyonce's never so far away from this podcast. If you're you're not gonna, you're going to hear me talk about Renaissance somehow, some way. Yeah. For the next, I, I mean, might as well have ripped that bandaid off. I I know what it is. It's it's been twenty eight days, and the streams have not stopped. This is I don't know if I've gone like a full twenty four hours without listening to at least, at least one song. And how, that's, like... How long has it been? 28 It's days. been... Ugh. Ah, this brother, this guy stinks! No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um. Okay, wait, now last one. Do I have the last one or you have the last you one? You have the last one. You always have the last one. It's true. Which is the most entertaining reality TV show? Oh my God! Uh, wrestling. Uh, the no, first off, <laughs> wrestling is not a reality TV show. There are actual wrestling reality TV shows that are like that, fo- like the Bellas or Divas that follow actual like wrestlers behind the scenes and stuff. Uh, but wrestling is not considered a reality TV show. Uh, I would say uh, Love is Blind. Uh, between oh, the chalices, man. between Shake and his nefariousness, <laughs> and uh, old dude who came out as bi yet still made himself a fucking villain for some reason. Like, it was ridiculous. Uh, oh, yeah, that show was. Oh, you know they're coming out with the the Third love one? the the re- reunion. Oh, love after lockup or whatever life yeah. life after the blinds. Yeah, life after. Yeah, you life think that after the couples the who broke up are going to be on there broken up? That's interesting uh, I think because this is a mo- this is a recent development that yeah, um, but it's recent to us, not recent to them. Maybe maybe they came out with this stuff to sort of inform as like a rollout. You mean mm-hmm, as like mm-hmm, a PR mm-hmm. stunt to get news generated? Because it happened literally the same week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe it, it, I would be interested in seeing what kind of drama. Oh, I'm a hundred percent on. Um, you think? Uh, I wonder if Jared's gonna try to talk uh, to uh, old girl. Yeah, I hope so. I want every bit of I drama and ridiculousness. I don't want them to end up together. Oh, I don't but, want them to end up together. But I think it would be interesting if they if they I, were it's trying, just if the shenanigans. trying to chatter up. It's the shenanigans that I just and it's enough time has passed that like you would think that like they wouldn't. There are people that like I used to have crushes on that after enough time has passed, I'm just like, who are you? Like, not who are you, but. You're just somebody that I used to like. Mm-hmm. From now on, you're someone that I used to love. Maybe that's the song I'll do for the break. Uh, okay. Um. Yes. Okay. My turn. Let's see. Most entertaining. I don't really watch that much reality TV shows. Isn't there like a like a like a, a a like a you were trying to get me to watch the African one like oh bad, bad and African or some shit like it was that. um like young famous and African. Yeah. I will say like that one's that one's pretty cool, but the one that I've loved the most that I was really binging was um bling empire bling empire what's that that one's the Asi- the crazy rich asian ones oh okay so i like 
I like watching Bling Empire and well, I'll I'll give it both to Bling Empire and Young Famous and African mm-hmm. because the people here are very similar. Um, and there's just like a lot of good shenanigans and um, lots of cool cultural things that we yeah. get to see constantly, which is I love that. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Yeah. So I'll save those two because I mean I will say. You know, I love those Love is Blind. Any of that, that whole genre, I love it. Um, <laughs> that genre. That whole genre. But I want to say that the the young, the little those sort of reality shows with like the Bling Empire and stuff, it's like fun, it's whimsical, and the, the drama is, it's not too st- contrived, even though it's like sometimes it'll be stupid. Hmm. Okay. Um, whereas the love is blind great, but I still, it's because some of those things I know are partly scripted have to be like, it just feels silly sometimes. Right. Um, all right. All well, right. That's it. Do you yeah. want to pop on over to the pop culture segment? Well, actually, before we do that, we should probably, uh, do, uh, get a couple of the RIPs. Finish you first. are always correct, and I always forget that we do that after. Okay, so, um, obviously, not obviously, by the time that we're recording this, it is the, uh, it's been a year since we, what? You don't want to do that? No, it's, it's, it's no, been I don't a, know what you said. It's been a year since we lost Chadwick Boseman. No, it's been more than a year. It's been two years. At least it's the it's, second year. Well, I don't want to call it the anniversary. It's like, the what memorial. do we call it? It's the memorial. That's what it is. Uh, it is the memorial of us losing Chadwick Boseman. Um, you know, what a prolific actor who got a lot of like roles done in a relatively short amount of time. But that just speaks to the caliber of work, yeah, uh, that this man was, uh, putting out you know and we're about to come up on the next black panther movie where his uh presence will be missed Mm -hmm. surely like it'll it'll be felt too because the way that they're doing it like they're acknowledging that he passed away i do want to wear like all white yeah i'm gonna oh oh all white because everyone they were saying like all white Mm -hmm. or like you know african print um like or the funeral. I wore all portion. black, um, so um, I don't know. But if, white is like the celebration of yeah life. of life. Yeah, and maybe. celebrating him and everything that he did. And this legacy is like, regardless, if they're not going to recast Black Panther as like or recast T'Challa. Mm-hmm. He created this role. He created this like movement. And I think of like all the other movies that have come out now after, like Shang Chi, and um, oh, what's the other one? There's another big one that came out after Black Panther that was like very culturally significant, uh, specifically for non-white people. Uh, are you sure it wasn't just, just Shang Chi? Isn't there? Oh, Miss Marvel. Yes, Miss Marvel. Like Miss yes. Marvel. Like even I guess in some sense, no, not She Hulk. No, just Miss Marvel and um, Shang Chi of like. <laughs> These different <laughs> Marvel. This isn't the time for me to make jokes. Uh, I was gonna say something about She Hulk, but does it really work that you were gonna say that you say I was gonna say? I you... didn't say the joke. Okay, so thank you so much, Chadwick, our fallen bison brother. Mm-hmm. We love you. We appreciate everything that you gave to 
TV, entertainment, your philanthropic work, and just your general nature. Because I think that there's very few times where celebrity or just anyone as well-known as he was passes away and you just have such glowing uh, reviews of their life, not just from the people they were working with as, like, you know, an actor or whatever, but even just, like, the everyday people. Like, I don't think I've met one person from that's bit from Howard who's shared anything that like time that they were there with him that it wasn't like he was on campus being you know this just really stand-up guy and rooting for the underdog and everything like that so we salute you and we hope that we are all constantly honoring your memory the best way possible agreed um and then secondly we are honoring the life of Mabel John, who was Motown's first female solo artist. She passed away at her home in L.A. on Thursday um, at 91. Um, And we just want to give her her flowers um, because so much of the music that we hear today, you, you could probably find so many samples that you would never know someone who was a trailblazer, um, worked on in these, you know, new popular songs. So shout out to her family and giving them condolences and sending our love because 91 years is a very long time, but you could always have more. Yeah, of course. So RIP to everyone. And we love you. Now, with that being said, we can respectfully slide over to our pop culture section. Speaking of popping things out, Mm -hmm. Nick Cannon and Brittany Bell are expecting their third child together and his 10th. This doesn't go with anything, but uh, I haven't used it in a long time. COVID is in the building. God bless. The COVID is in the building. Well, he and <laughs> Brie Tiasi, they just had their baby um, a month ago. Mm-hmm. So it, I just have to wonder mm-hmm. if he is just had a baby with Brie. There's he, definitely some overlap. Is he like, <laughs> is he doing something where it's like, okay, during that six week window that you can't have sex, I'm going and fucking her. And then they're, you know, he says he doesn't like to use condoms. So I'm, I'm assuming that every time he has sex with these women, they are assuming that they're just, you know, getting yeah. another check. Yeah. So like, why not? More babies you get, the more child support you get. And hey. That is a at some this, generational wealth at this point. At this point, they're baby farms. Um, you know what? There was a really ridiculous conspiracy theory that I forgot the Twitter the woman on Twitter who I think I follow, or at least she has like a lot of big, a lot of followers, and even like a lot of like really credible ones, mm-hmm. where she was saying that he had because of his rare disease, which I believe it's a form of lupus he has, that he's having all these babies so that by the time they get he gets to need like a kidney or something they're get, gonna he be get there them out. To, to get from him which like now this is that that concept is not uncommon no it's not. um i don't know if you ever saw that movie my sister's keeper or or in lost uh that's what uh 
John Locke's father did was trick him into getting a kidney, even though he had uh, given him up for adoption. No, that's not at all what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. In My Sister's Keeper, the movie, I think, with Cameron Diaz, it's the girl, this, this family has a child with some sort of leukemia or whatever, and they are told, you know, you should try to have a, a second child because they are going to be like a good bone marrow donation because obviously bone marrow, bone marrow and different types of donations sometimes are difficult to find. Mm-hmm. They do that, and then it's like a whole story. But that that is sometimes um, proposed to people who do have maybe certain disorders. But I can't... The the comments, she was getting flamed. It was a, The ratio was very large. Um, but it definitely, like, I, I could see why people would try to create those sort of conspiracy theories mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, why does he have all these kids? Like, what does he need them for? I think we made a joke that one time about him being, like, Star-Lord's father. Yes. And, like, trying to suck the youth out of his children. Yeah. Um, but who knows? He's he's just having kids because he fucking can, and he doesn't know who's going to check him. He wants who's to have gonna them. Him? Who's going to stop him? From the women are not stopping having sex clubs. with him. They keep having sex with him, and obviously you're not on birth control, so, I mean, go right ahead. Um, player. Player. Big player. Swinging past your knees. I, 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 <laughs> what movie is that again? That is uh, th- uh, uh, Thunder. That's the one with Kevin, Kevin Hart? No, it's not. It's not with, not every movie has Kevin Hart in it. Or I, Keegan-Michael Key. That's the, uh. That's the one with, Thunder, um, uh, uh. Oh, Thunder Cats? No, no. not Thunder Cats. Thunder, uh, uh. Thunder. I am blanking, but um, What's Iron the guy's Man name is that's in, in that. I uh, Ben Stiller. It's Ben Stiller, Jack Black, and um, Danny McBride, Tom Cruise, Tropic Thunder, Tropic Thunder. I like Tropic Thunder, even with the with the weird, yes, with the meadow, with the <laughs> meta black, black face. face in it. Um, but it was a good movie. I'm a general. dude disguised as a dude pretending to be another dude. And he didn't get any flack from that because of the fact well, that it was supposed to be, you know, I mean, parody. I mean, you can't find it anywhere. Like, I've seen Tropic Thunder several times. No, I'm, I'm not anymore. Like, when's a, where is, where is it streaming? Someone tell me where it's streaming because that movie, as big as it was at the time, I yeah. feel like once they started removing all the blackface episodes from stuff. They were just like, uh, no. We're I not honestly, doing it. I hate. Even though that was a part of the joke, but like. I hate that they do that. Yeah. Don't remove anything that has blackface. Don't remove anything that says nigger. Don't remove anything that says anything derogatory. Because people need. Except to- Song of the South, though, no, right? Keep it. Keep, you want to keep Song keep of it. the South? Want to know why? That song about that happy slave? People need to see and know the shenanigans that were going on. On. That's the one good thing that Bill Cosby did was get Song of the South removed. Where was it? It it was Disney. I don't want. This is what the thing is. You know when you talk to people about things like Disney. It's bad enough we have a Disney movie where there's a crow called keep, Jim Crow. Keep it. Why? Because if you don't, 
Then one day, now 100 years from now, when Disney tr- tries to say, we've never been racist, who, what, where, when, why, you could pull it up and be like, there you are. Well, first off, Disney has been racist for so long that they could not possibly say that they've never been racist. Like, they have those uh, those Asian cats and oh, uh, yes. Lady and the Tramp, and but then I, the one Asian that, cat like, and Aristocats, which... As a side note, I, 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 I'm not sure if I've told the story on this podcast, but I, uh, I was hanging out with uh, one of my best friends, and I was uh, doing a podcast with him, and I was singing the entire song of uh, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. And then we got to that part, and I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to sing this because uh, cause, uh, I was just like, this is racist. <laughs> I'm not going to sing this part. This part is... Uh I just think that the the same way when you're reading Mark Twain and he's calling somebody a nigger, they need to know he was doing that. It just needs to happen. Like, even was that KKK movie, uh, Birth of a Nation or something like that? Mm -hmm. Keep it. Because you want to know why white people can sometimes try to whitewash history and you cannot, you can't have your history without it being a full story. I cannot erase any of the negative things I've ever done in my life. Nor can I remove the good things, the sad things, the trifling things. Like, it just happened. So some, If you have a billion dollars. Well, I mean, true. True. You're right. Or billions of dollars. Like, it's, it's not even just one. Disney is a, is a multi-billion dollar corporation. I guess that's, that's the amount of money that you need in order to erase I have to Song of the South. I have to um and all those Hitler fucking uh, uh cartoons with Donald Duck in them. I have to verify something, but I was reading um someone put a thread like a one, like I don't know if they're they weren't necessarily a journalist, but like someone who has a bunch of information on this area. But they were saying that allegedly mm-hmm. uh the guy who what's his name? Walt Disney was in the CIA, CIA or close with somebody in the CIA and helped that person helped get all that land built. It was a whole thing. It was like a, it was a lot more information, but I, I have to like verify, verify because some of you know, those things where you can find information on Twitter and sometimes it will be credible, but sometimes it's kind of missing yeah. a key part. But uh, that was interesting. Okay. Moving on. Yes. Moving on. So um, in Missouri, a school district is going to bring back corporal punishment with paddles in the um, Cassaville School District in South Missouri. And um, the new policy says that school district employees will be able to punish students by paddling them, which is described as a last resort if other discipline fails. Um, and then the parents will probably have to opt in. Uh, I, I have some thoughts about this, but you, you let me know what you think. Wait a minute. Time out. So, as a what do you mean as a last resort? Like as a last resort, whatever they see, whatever they think is a last resort. If the child's whatever way reason they would would need to discipline the kid, if the kid continues to not do it over and over and over and over again, they're about to get the paddle, come over their knee. Oof, that's I. That's the exact reason why I never wanted to join a fraternity. Well. Allegedly, D9 fraternities and sororities do not advocate hazing. Damn. Uh, personally, I think that's crazy. 
What was that you just did? What? What did you just push? I pushed the button. Why do you have that button? Why don't I have that Why button? Why do you have that as a drop? Why? What are you going to use that for? To censor myself. Okay, so the point <laughs> is not to press it and then say the word. I press it I while you're talking. I didn't say it. I didn't. But you said to censor myself. But to, there's to what? censor myself. Is that supposed to be to fucking censor myself? Oh, my God, yes. Well, at least make it say something so that we know you're not just picking a pause between something or two words. It's, 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 consider it like a redaction. I'm redacting the word. Okay. Okay. Um, now, I've told you where I went to school, right? Yes. You remember the name? No. Upper Room Christian School. A Purim? Upper Room. Yes, my bad. I went to Purim. I went to a Jewish school. <laughs> I went to a Jewish school. Okay. Um, no, I went to Upper Room Christian School in Dix Hills, and don't no, and eh, wrong one. That's not it. Never, we, we did not shout out Upper Room. Okay. Uh, we shout out the people because they were sh- cool. Shout out to my friends. Um, but paddling was um, in the discipline thing. And you had to, when I applied there, you had to, to, your parents had to sign that waiver saying that they could paddle you or whatever, or you wouldn't be able to go to the school. Now, um, I mean, we signed it because we didn't have... I, I was going there for a last resort. It's a whole long thing. Mm. But my mom signed it and was like, well, you're not, they're not going to use it on you, so whatever. And we moved on. But I, I throughout the whole time I was there, I never saw anyone get paddled. Um, but I know, like, I think this kid named Josh and another kid had gotten paddled, like, the year before for fighting. And I think that this is... Just a stupid idea. I think it's just it's antiquated. An, it's very extremely antiquated. And it's just another one of those ways that like they're trying to Gilead the country up. Because hitting kids does not work. I will, if I have children, I'm not punishing them. No switches. No. No. Belts, no nothing. If, hear me out, people. Of all race, colors, and creeds, hitting children does not work. There has not been one time in the history of people that hitting them has caused them to stop, quote-unquote, misbehaving. Number one, a child, and you're a child up until 18, and then your brain isn't even finished being developed until you're 27, your frontal cortex. So up until 18... From 0 to 18, hitting them is not going to make them stop doing anything. It might make them lie. It might make them manipulate and be sneaky. It might make them have anxiety or all these other things. It might make them angry and rebellious. But it's never going to make them stop. Because if you hit me, all that's going to make me want to do is punch you. But because I am a child or I, I don't have that power, I'm going to be resentful. And then that resentment is going to manifest out in a different way. So these people who would want to, instead of using their, the education that they received in how to manage a classroom, how to work with students, how to understand what they might be going through, 
so that they can figure out what it is that's causing them to have these disciplinary problems. They are going to the lazy method of quote unquote teaching a person and hitting them. Mm -hmm. And I just, I hope that this is not actually implemented and that someone says no. Like, this is hope child abuse. I hope the parents get, get yeah, it is child, it's at child the end abuse. Of the day, at the end of the day, it's child abuse. And I'm not going to sanction the place where the kids are supposed to be uh, learning to be a place where they're getting hit. No. You know, like, because. Kids act up and act out for any number of reasons. You can't just hit them when it's inconvenient. And sometimes it does take a little bit longer for kids to learn certain lessons. But you can't use that as an opportunity to strike a child. You want to you hit a 10-year-old whose body does not know how to process and regulate their quickly, quick-moving... What? You're... I'm going to take your computer away. I'm going to take your computer I was away. Wondering when you were gonna say I just can't believe you. You're such a ridiculous person, and I don't even remember what I was gonna say. I wish that we had corporal punishment here. Corporal. What did I say? It's co- it's not corporeal. It's oh, now corporal. that's the body. Well, technically, it is body punishment. The Cor- physical body punishment. Corporal. It's but corporal. It's corporal corporal punishment or on the corporal form. Oh, my goodness. Say that a few times fast. Corporal punishment on the corporeal form. I said a few times. Corporal punishment on the corporeal form. Corporal punishment on the corporeal form. Corporal punishment on the corporeal form. <laughs> you know what happened to me earlier this week. Why are you making me strain Nobody my mouth? Nobody is making you. You didn't have to say it. And that's the title of this episode, by the way. Right, Corporal the punishment on the corporeal form. Can you hand me a pen from over there? Because Lord knows I should have already had one. Now look who's not prepared. Oh, you know what? You and your preparedness. Like, I ugh, just ugh. be prepared. Okay. So, so what, are, what are we up to now? All right. Speaking of schools and children. President Joseph Robinette Biden announced that they are going to cancel student loans. Um, well, it's they will waive ten thousand for students that make one twenty five or less a year. And um, there's also a ten another ten thousand dollar cancellation for students with who are who got Pell grants. Mm-hmm. So. Um, if you are under that like umbrella of 125 and lower and you can possibly get up to $20,000 off. There's also some other like reliefs in the sense of uh, the pausing payments. Um, now I'm seeing that the payments are paused until December. Yes. And then also like interest payments being de- de- uh, delayed or lowered or whatever like that. So there's some, there's different things. Um, now uh, I, I will say that as somebody who has student loans, mm-hmm. but that I don't have student loans even close, I, I don't have, I have less than $50,000 in loans mm-hmm. Same altogether. Here. Same here. So that, if, and I also got Pell Grants. So to say $20,000 off my bill, amazing, right? Great. It's not nothing. It's not, well, I say for me personally, 
that would not be nothing. For me personally. For me personally, that's not nothing. However, Mm -hmm. I believe in the general scheme of things, that is nothing. Most people that I know from Howard, and I'm only speaking just from Howard, owe at the minimum 50 to 100K. And and because of, even though Howard was, um, at the time when we started, it was 14,000 a year. When we graduated, I think it was 21 or 22. But that doesn't account for books, housing, whatever. If you don't get any sort of relief through Pell Grants, which I received, and any other scholarships and things like that, Mm -hmm. you only have loans. And some people whose parents are making a certain amount of money, even though that doesn't, like people's parents, you could be making $100,000, and they say, oh, okay, well, you can have enough to, to pay for school. Meanwhile, you have a house, three other children, like all these other things. They don't really look into, they don't take a holistic view of your parents' financials. So there are people who really um, missed out on being able to even get any real help because of that, and and are owe back some of these loans, and some of them owe back these loans, and didn't even get to finish college because yeah. of how expensive it was, and their parents just couldn't do it. I'm just saying, just cancel student loans altogether. I just like, can we do that? If we can bail out big banks, yes. If we can send money to the Ukraine, yes. Then we can stop having people paying this, and even like the 125. 125 a year for a single person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. That's a lot of money, right? Depending as depending on where you live, that could actually actually be a lot of money for you by every year. But if you think about how most black people if you once you are making that sort of money, that's not like that money is just yours. Yeah. You could have family that you might be help, having to help take care of. You might, especially if you have family overseas, like there are so many factors that take into account that they don't take into account. Whereas our wealth, even if it's the same dollar amount, does not go as far as a, a white person. And then 125 is also just not, that's not like people making money. Yeah. If you said if you made like 250 or less, okay. Plus, with, the, with inflation being what it is, exactly. like the dollar doesn't go as far it does as you not. would think. So someone making 125 that could really feel more like they're making 75 Which 75 you know, is even though that's above the national like average mm-hmm. for most places, is not actually a lot of money, especially when you take the taxes out. So I just feel like, why is it that we keep acquiescing to the people in government who don't want everybody to get relief so that we get other, you know, we get the Republicans to like us. It's just like, it doesn't make any sense. And I can't help but wonder, like, black women make up, I believe it's 20 to 22% of the, of the student loan debt. We have the most student loan debt in the country. Mm-hmm. And if we all got our student le- loan debt, you know, freed up. Imagine what, how many black women would be able to start a business or, you know, buy a house, create other um, forms of generational wealth and just have a freer, less stressing life 
for that. And it's like, you just don't want, I, I, I feel like they just don't want to give us the money because they don't want black and brown and poor people and anyone else. To be on any form of to, equal footing. Exactly. Because Lord knows, look, what kind of world would this be if, if minorities were on the same footing as their white counterparts? Well, the global majority is in need of relief. Yes. And I'm not paying those student loans, so I don't care. Like, I don't care if I have a dollar. I'm not giving you any money. So you're either going to put it at zero or I'm going to keep deferring it until I can't defer it anymore. Yeah. But I'm not paying you any money because you guys are mad that more since, I think it was, I, I would say, since what, Vietnam to now, so many more people that were not white and wealthy have been able to go to school, not or the, were white, wealthy Americans living here have been able to go to school, make something for themselves, at least get, you know, get a, 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 a higher education and are able to be more secure. And because their degrees are no longer um, these, you know, quote unquote elite um, things that only they can get, they're upset about that. And that's really fucked up. You want to tell people they need to be quote unquote educated then let them be educated and let the education be free. How are you going to say something is a is compulsory, but then only a few people could do it because they or or they have to literally bankrupt themselves out of you know it, it's just it's insane. There are people who are forty five years out of college still paying and barely paid even a dent in the actual like yeah the premium or whatever the thing is. What is that thing? It's like your you pay the interest and then there's the um. The actual amount of the loan. I'm, I'm principal. Principal. Thank you. Like that's insane. My student loans have not gone down at all. Even with me, even with all the years I was paying, nothing has gone down because I was just paying the interest. Excuse me. It, it did nothing, and so now it's just like everybody's suffering. Yeah. Um, but Biden, guess what? Miss me with that bullshit. Thank bullshit. you. Um. Speaking of bullshit, Dennis Rodman's not going to Russia anymore. Nani? What is that? That's what? In Japanese. Who? How do you? <laughs> from anime. Okay. I'm a nerd. What do you want from me? Of course I have some anime drops. You've been making drops while we've been sitting here talking. I haven't been. I have not been making drops. That drop has been in my drop list for a really long time, and I just never get a chance to use it. I have not been making. I can't make drops while I'm also recording the podcast. I have to. There's a whole thing that I'd have to do. I have to go to YouTube, and then I have to go to YouTube uh, MP3 converter, and then I have to upload it into GarageBand, and I have to edit it down and up the sound in order, and then I'd have to export it, and then I'd have to test it out. So, no, I've been listening to you this entire time. Fine. Well, listen to this, buddy. Dennis Robbins not going anymore because... Um, Ned Prince, who's the State Department spokesperson, mm-hmm. said that um, 
it would hinder the talks and they don't need any was the word deflection or whatever the case may be. So <laughs> what's his name? Ned Flanders? No, Ned Price. Ned Price. Ned Price basically said nope and uh told Dennis Rodman <laughs> that you can't come. It's it's very it's a very Dennis Rodman situation to be honest. Yeah. Um okay, so this hap- this was an interesting thing that happened last week. Um did you hear about that um, metaverse rapper FN FN Mika. Yes. Is it Mika? It might be Mika. Um basically it was a metaverse. Oh, it is Anyhow, continue. Well my cousin's name is Emeka, which is just E M E K A. So um, it FN could... Mecca. Yeah, I think it is FN Mecca. Okay. Um So he basically um was the this man, his name is Kyle the hooligan was the voice. He's a black rapper who's the voice used for Mecca. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a lawsuit against the creators of 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 it. Well, uh, the I think is it the creators are from Capitol Records. No, um, Capitol Records was trying to sign. Uh, yes, yes, Capitol Mecca. Records signed them. Yeah, and then everybody was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, and then they were like, um, "No, no, no." And that's the quickest. It was like a week signing and dropping, like quicker than G Unit signed all those people. Remember when G Unit was signing MOP and Limp Biscuit and. Uh, everybody, and then and then they fell through quicker uh, than like Lil Wayne signing everybody to Young Money. Everybody, everybody was signing. wasn't Busta Rhymes on uh supposed to be on G Unit at one point. All right, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, well the the guy FN Mecca was the voice behind it, and he is um suing the creators. Um, for damages and saying that FM Mecca's FN Mecca's creators stole his outfit. Well, it says he stole his quote unquote drip. Um, to create the character. Um, and they he wants to see them in court. So, um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see about that. The um, I there's a um statement from Brandon Lee and Factory New mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, and they said I want to make sure I'm getting a good part. Well, Brandon Lee said that he joined the team in 2020 because he was passionate about the future of digital music, digital media and felt my background could help fulfill Mecca's potential in the music industry. It's become apparent that I shouldn't should have done more diligence before joining. In the past few days, I've learned of Kyle the Hooligan's experience with Mecca, which is deeply at odds with my core values. I believe that artists must always be at the center of the creative process and must be compensated fairly. Yes. Um, so, apparently, yeah, the guy behind, the the, the voice behind FM Mecca uh, was uh, not being treated right by the AI, like, the by the scientists who came up with the AI algorithm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's trying to get his money. Well, uh, did you know that FN Mecca had a... Has a son- song with Gunna. No, that's not what I was going to say. But, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he there was a Instagram photo of him being beaten by a police officer. Excuse me? Yeah. So it was it was someone called it a a cool idea. So Hope. it was also I saw a tweet allegedly that they were talking to the AI and they said that it was a Asian man who was saying the voice because his voice was lighter. And I was like, huh? It was very weird. So I think that we should just keep rappers off the metaverse unless they're using their own thing. Like, not to mention, how does it not consider like some form blackface. of digital blackface? It, yeah. It's 100% digital blackface. I mean, if the guy was not a black man and he's voicing a black man, mm-hmm. then it's digital blackface. Like it's, and if the, it just was weird. I hated it from the beginning. I don't want to see a meta rapper. Please leave us alone. Yeah. Um. If 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 those uh we avatars couldn't rap, then neither <laughs> should. Oh my gosh. Neither should fucking yeah. FN Mecca. Yeah. I love those we rappers. Um. Okay. Bunch to some some cute news. Um. House party is getting a reboot. And um. <laughs> What's his name? Jacob Lattimore is going to sign on it. Is going to be in there. Um, and apparently LeBron has been helping um, to work on it. The, on the movie, according to uh, the to Christopher Martin, who was in Kid, who's also in who's in Kid and Play, the originators of that. So I'm looking forward to it. Remember we watched um, House Party the other day? Yes. That was a, a good, cute little... Um, what is it? Throwback. A throwback. Yeah. You know, when we were little, because it came out when we were like, what, three? It, it came four? out in like the 90s. Like it was early, early, early 90s. 90s. But I remember, because could it play in the, in the early, like late 80s, early 90s, mm-hmm. were like the dynamic duo in, they were the quintessential, like, we need to have them in a movie. Did right? you know Kid and Play had a cartoon show? I probably watched it. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I, what you, when you say it, I don't feel like, no, I didn't see that. I probably saw it. Um, but I think I told you this. I used to confuse all the time house party and class act. Yes. Because it's like this, they had, and one thing that I, I love about black films then and now is that they usually reuse different people in the movies. Like they definitely have like that, like breakfast club type of vibe. The movie is not the, it's hot. I have 105.1 thing. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'll watch it. And maybe some of them they'll do the, um, do the dump, de- do the hump, de- do the hump, de- well, that's not the song. What's the song they do the little kick to? Um, I'm actually not sure. That's a really good question. This oh, is but the, I love this song. This is the, uh, theme song to Kitten Play's cartoon show. So when did this show come on? That's a really good question. Uh, it looks like it came well. Clearly, not ni- not 2019 um, <laughs> when this was uploaded. Uh, it looks like 92. Okay, that that makes sense. 92. Yeah, I wonder how. Just say how long it was on. <laughs> One season makes sense. Makes 100 percent sense. Um, well, I'm gonna watch it. Even if it's not that great, I'm gonna watch it. I uh, I am not gonna watch it. You uh, will watch it. Yeah. Ask me. Ask me how I feel about this. 
I'm not asking you. I'm not listening to Tony, Tony, Tony. Um, I used to call them Tony, 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 by the way. I, I didn't I know did it was Tony, Tony, Tone. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. I do remember that. That I do remember myself also believing it was Tony, Tony, Tone, Tony, and then being like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Moving along. So Nickelodeon is under a lot of pressure recently. Um, after that Janet McCurdy um, memoir came out, people have been, been shouting out from the rooftops all of the different weird theories they have about like who Jamie Lynn Spears' father, child's father is, mm-hmm. all the possible Dan Schneider foot fetishy grossness. And then uh, this week, one of the actors from iCarly, her name is Alexa Nichols, who played Nicole Bristow in Zoe 101. Mm-hmm. She um, was protesting outside of the Nickelodeon Studios in uh, Burbank and said she didn't feel safe. She said she didn't feel protected at Nickelodeon as a child, and she demands that Nickelodeon starts protecting children and not predators. And she tweeted, Tomorrow I face my childhood trauma and slime it all. This is a victory day for survivors everywhere. I'm bawling crying here. It is an honor to stand up against predators and those that protect them. It is time. It is time. Eat predators. Love you all. This is just the beginning. Um, I wonder if Keenan has any stories about like I behind the scenes stuff that I happened in Nickelodeon Studios. I 100% believe he does. And so does Kel and everyone else. And Glory fortunately, Beth, Josh Server and like, the rest. We, like when, when everything was happening with Amanda Bonds, you know, everybody was like, she's just, you know. Laughing at her, but when you think about all the stories that have come out mm-hmm. and who, sh- what her space was on that sh- on that network, I mean, you can only imagine. Yeah. Um, because the Alexa tweeted out, uh, I or the sign in the video. Something I found on oh my God, Alexa! Stop. Oh, oops. I did. I did say her name. She, in the video she made about um, the childhood trauma, she says, I do not feel safe around Stan Schneider while I was working at Nickelodeon. Um, And just, you know, talks about just her experiences. I really am proud of her for coming out, being brave. That was very courageous of her to speak about her experiences because whether or not, wherever she is in her life right now, um... And um, you know we are we are she's thirty years old, far she's no longer a teen or a tween anymore. Yeah. And I think that one thing that can happen to you as you get older and you're really processing different traumas that impacted you when you were a kid is that it makes it it hopefully makes it easier to talk about it as time goes on. Versus feeling, you know, ashamed and mm-hmm. angry and sad. Um, I would say I I feel like it's easier to talk about without feeling like there's rocks in my chest. So I'm glad that other people who are in larger, bigger arenas that might have more um, more things to lose and, and, and in that sense of, you know, if I'm telling people, hey, I was abused, this person did something to me, um, 
I could get pushback possibly from family or, you know, people that know them. But that's, it's like a small scale thing compared to someone who's openly going after a huge corporation. We already know how trolls are. So I think it's just, you know, I really commend and um, commend her and Janet McCurdy and all the other people who have been coming out and talking about what, what's happened to them and people who were um, not giving them the love and care that they deserved as children mm-hmm. because I think that we need more than that. And, you know, if we could all put our abusers on blast, uh, I think that we would. Um, so shout out to her because she's amazing and mm-hmm. she deserves all the good things. And, and Nickelodeon, do better by the fucking children that you employ, okay? I mean, you're a network for children. The first network for children. Yeah. Like, you, there's no, there's literally no rhyme or reason to it. There's no explanation or excuse that you could give me about it. Um, because this is not like it's the times of, uh, you know, what's your name? Shirley Temple. Where she's being, you know, fed cigarettes to keep her young forever. Exactly. But just all the things that were happening to like Shirley Temple, Judy Garland, so many the 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 um little rascals. We have so many stories about these children who were just not treated well, and how that impacted them later on in life. Um, That there's no reason we should be having it in modern times, Mm -hmm. except for greed and just, like, a lack of love and compassion um, for the people that we're supposed to be raising up and just, you know, uh, people siding with predators as, unfortunately, they are wont to do. Um, So, shout out to you. I hope that you get everything that you want and need out of this protest and we are rooting for you. Um, now, somebody we are not rooting for is Nicki Minaj's husband, or Nicki Minaj, uh, Kenneth Petty, because apparently there's a video going around of a woman named Jennifer Ho. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, because... Or she, you, maybe? Maybe Hugh, because it looks like the same way that those dancers' names are spelled, those white brother and sister dancers from Dancing with the Stars, Julianne uh, Ho, uh, okay. um, is, has been going around online um, saying that she's recanting her sexual assault against him. And she said, her well, her lawyer um, has been speaking out against it, saying that it's been heavily edited, it's not correct, Um he said her, her lawyer's name is Tyrone Bla- A. Blackburn. He said this heavily edited video conversation with Jennifer and Black, the same man who threatened her life on IG Live, does not deserve a comment. Ask the, that racist to explain the transcript from his plea hearing where he admitted to attempting to rape Jennifer with a knife at his grandmother's house. Not only do we have the plea hearing transcript, we are in the process of getting over two hundred pieces of evidence and video from the 1994-95 rape case. Stay tuned. So if you don't know or if you never heard 
Nicki Minaj's husband served a four and a half years in prison for attempted rape of Julianne, or sorry, of Jennifer in 1994 when she was 16. I believe they were all teenagers when this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, she and, and Jennifer has actually been um, f- uh, filing a lawsuit against Kenneth and Nikki because she says they've been attempting to, re- to intimidate her, her into recanting. Um, and she's been on The Real, talked about it, how they tried to give her $20,000, how they were contacting her family, and just really, really harassing her. So I hope that, well, I wonder if this is not just being, you know, Nicki Minaj has had a lot of scandals recently this this last month with um, an alleged, like, assistant leaking, you know, the tea to the blogs. Um, and it, I hope that this is not another ploy by them to try and rattle her because every single time something like this comes up and out, she ends up getting really, really badly harassed by the stupid Nikki. It's between like the Nikki trolls, the barbs, and and then just, you know, the red pill men. So it's just like, I just want her like the same as we were talking about you know, there's the I can't say her name because it's gonna go off. But the Zoe 101 star, yeah, she came out, she testified, and this is now that happened in 1994, 20 years later, or sorry, 30, oh no, 20, 20 years, right? 94 to 94, 94, 34, 30 years, 30, 30. Yo, Jesus, 94 is 30. Oh my God. Yeah, we're old. <sighs> 30 years later, she is still having to deal with this traumatizing situation. Um, and I just want her to be able to heal and grow and just really just move on with her life. Yes. Um, so, you know, sending out healing words and help to her. And uh, hopefully she can get through this. And fuck Kenneth Petty. Fuck that dude. Um. All right. On to some better news. Um. We are... Clapping so hard and so loud for Vanessa Bryant, Kobe Bryant's uh, widow, because she won her lawsuit against L.A. County. (laughs) She um, had sued them because of, if you didn't know or didn't know the details, in January of 2020, Vanessa's husband, Kobe Bryant, her daughter, and her daughter were flying to a um, game that she, and it was with like nine other people, I believe, nine or ten other people were flying to a game, and unfortunately, there was a lot of fog. It caused some malfunctions. Their helicopter crashed. We lost them, and some terrible person took pictures, sent them to TMZ and all these other people, which is how she found out that her husband and daughter were dead, and so she had been suing the L.A. County over, police department and everyone over the, the the these photos being leaked, and they were really terrible to her. I don't remember if you saw anything about them trying to force her and to go into show. Well, you needed to tell us you were trauma, show us you were traumatized by going through a psyche vow. Like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? That you're trying to tell this woman that she's supposed to go to one of a, a, a psychiatrist to confirm that she was traumatized over seeing 
the dead, the remains, and probably not even maybe the pictures, because from what we heard, it was such a a, a disaster yeah. that they. I don't even know if they could find actual bodies, but like real, real gruesome just a gruesome imagery, yeah. image of her family and friends dead. Um, but it was a big fuck you to them because the jury awarded Vanessa sixteen million. And um, her co-plaintiff, co-plaintiff, Chris Chester, who I believe his, I believe his wife and daughter were on the um, plane, the helicopter, uh, fifteen million, and she said she's gonna donate all of her sixteen million to the Mamba Mambasita uh, Sports Foundation, which she created after um, they passed away. And her attorney, Louise Lee, said from the beginning, Vanessa Bryant has sought only the accountability, has sought only accountability, but our legal system does not permit her to force better policies, more training, or officer discipline. Mm -hmm. Um, Those measures are the responsibility of the sheriffs and the fire departments, responsibilities that Mrs. Bryant's efforts have exposed a woefully deficient, even giving amnesty to the wrongdoers. Mrs. Bryant was courageous and never faltered, even when the county attempted to force her to submit to an involuntary psychiatric examination. She is deeply grateful to Ralph Mendez and Luella Wider, the Good Samaritans, who brought to light the decades-old practice of taking and sharing photos of accident and crime victims for no legitimate purpose. So we are sending our love to you, Vanessa, and your whole family, and of course, always RIP to Kobe and Gigi, and um, we're glad that justice was served, and now she can use this money to help more people in her community and through this this foundation, so it was great. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were getting... I, I don't know what I thought you were going to put up, but I'm glad that you, you let it be. Yeah, no, um, I was I was going back to uh, the uh, lo-fi beats. Ah, okay. Um, well, you know, there's some good news here. This is our last one. Mm-hmm. We have some really good news about your bestie. Okay, here we go. Bring it on. Give it to me. <laughs> Hit me with that news. Little Nas X is now going to be the embarrass- amb- ambassador of YSL Beauty. He, um... <laughs> tweeted out this week that I am the new ambassador of YSL Beauty and though I don't know what the word means yet, I feel very accomplished. And it's accompanied with three photos of him looking so gorgeous and beautiful. His hair is going to glowing up to the sun. His skin is glistening. It's just giving just everything. And I just I just I'm so happy that he is getting the recognition that he deserves and Me he too. needs. And I want him to get more. Still, fuck you, BET, for leaving him yeah, out. Yeah, fuck BET. Still. Still. Tonight isn't even about you. It's the fucking MTV Awards. And he but. looked gorgeous. Mm-hmm. He had this beautiful headpiece. He just, he looked really good. And I'm just very happy for him. And I'm, I'm looking forward to if he has any new music coming out visuals i think that he would honestly do good well in movies so i would like to see him in more on camera more yeah. um because i think he's just like such a creative person 
And I don't want that to be um, only limited to uh, music. So anybody who comes up with this beautiful chef's kiss line deserves all of the things. I want to fuck the ones I envy. I envy. Yes. Yes. Well, kids, <laughs> we're going to be right back with more of the Black and Snurdy podcast. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy podcast. Why are you laughing? We now return to the Black and Snurdy podcast. This is my song, and no one can take it away. Mm-mm. It's been so long, but now you're here, here to stay. And I wonder if you know what it means. To find your dreams come true. This is my song. And no one can make it a lie. It's been so long since someone could make me cry. And I wonder if you know what it means to laugh as tears go by. Do, 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 do. I may not always sing in tune, and sometimes you don't hear me, but you don't have to be near me. To know that I'm singing This is my song And nothing Can make it die Mm -mm -mm. It's been so long And it's stronger I know why And I wonder If you really, really know that as long as I live, I will sing my song for you. Now that is a song that I want to uh, dance to at my wedding. It's a beautiful song. It is a very beautiful song. And it's uh it actually uh was sampled at one of my favorite songs of all time. What is the name of that song? It is called My Song. It is by uh, Ooh Labby Sifri. Oh, I I didn't I would never have guessed. Yeah, it was uh Kanye West sampled it. Uh, yeah, I know the I know the the sample i just didn't know the guy's name yeah um well yes that's a beautiful song yes it is all right are you ready to jump into our mental health segment sorry uh yes i am of course we are mental health advocates not experts uh luckily for us we are two friends who like to check in with each other on our mental health journeys and 
of course, we start this off with a Q&A question. Hit me with that Q. If you say hit me with something, I'm going to. I, I'm going to. Okay. okay. I, look, for the rest of this podcast, I won't say hit me with anything, okay? What percentage of the things you say are BS? And I think that if we count that in there, Tally's going to raise up. I Look, like I said, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it at all. <laughs> Can you please answer the question? Okay. Uh, what percentage of the... I like to think that it's relatively low. Um, I actually made a concerted effort not to lie um, some years back. Um, even white lies. like So I try to uh, keep it 100, but let's say 20%. What song is this? What are you talking about? And see, didn't I say I didn't I say I was gonna keep it a hundred? Um, so I would say that mine. Okay, hmm. With the people that I actually care about. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all. Such a, a ridiculous person. Uh, with the people I actually care about, I right. would say ten percent or less. Okay. Because I try to be as um, honest as possible. I think the bullshit would come in in the sense of like niceties and shit. Yeah, like I'm not. If I'm out with the fr- someone, if I meet them and I don't think they look good, I'm never going to tell them that. I would tell them after. Maybe it's 40% because of work. Because, like, I have to bullshit yeah. my way. I would say in, in, of... non, in situations with people I do not care about, mm-hmm. then is more. Like, it's going to be 50%. Because, one, think about all the times. Okay, perfect example. Coming back yesterday from the, from the baby shower, right? The Uber driver was, I don't know, some sort of uh, anti-vaxxer Matt, may, uh, who knows? Perhaps if I don't know, couldn't tell her. Is that what she was talking? She was asleep. talking about. I was asking if um, my sister had a vaccine because her daughter is pregnant. She's one of the, she's fully once she's getting pregnant. She's fully vaccinated. She's been hearing all these things, and she's like, you know, the mask because you need the germs. And I was just like, what? And then she was talking about she's a spiritual advisor and gave a flyer. I'm like, I don't want you reading my birth chart. You can't even fucking cover your mouth. So she she literally did not have a. You have to uh, uh, like I. What I have noticed, taking lifts and Ubers outside of New York. Apparently, mass, we're in New York. No. I, well, oh yeah, we were. Outside of the city, outside okay. of the five boroughs, yes. it's not uh, mandated because I was in Jersey for the. Um, for uh for the bachelor party mm-hmm. and um the Uber the Ubers that we took they were not wearing masks. Well, I'm gonna take a mask in every Uber that I take. Same I don't here. care Same if y'all here. don't wear it. I'm wearing it. Same okay? here. Same here. Now I mean like I, I and the now the thing is she was kind of saying like oh you know you need germs. Yes, you do need germs. I the moment I got back on the subway after like things started lifting up, I got sick because there's so many germs 
that my body never had. We were inside for two years. Yes. Now I'm exposed, so you do need germs. But I don't need anybody's coronavirus or monkeypox germs. I'm going to be I'm going to be getting germs while I'm walking around. If yes. when I'm on the street and I'm not in a building, I'm generally not going to wear a mask unless I was in some sort of like very large crowd. I'm not going to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm breathing in all the germs uh, that are around the street. I'm touching dirt. I'm moving around like I'm fine. People have been wearing masks to, in subways and crowded spaces for quite some time, and there's not been some mass death due to the common cold because you don't have germs. Yeah. And the fact that you in your own personal car don't seem to want to be able to, like, protect yourself from, you know, whether it's corona, monkeypox, whatever, it just is weird. And then she was coughing, like, ugh, disgust. Yeah, very, very gross. In situations I'm like glad that. I was asleep for the majority of that. Definitely. My, my bullshit is then about, about 90% because it's like, you're in this car for now, like an hour. Mm-hmm. So. You're driving us home. It's like, I want to be as non. I won't. Now, I may not necessarily, I may not lie, mm-hmm. um, but I'm definitely not going to have a whole conversation about why she's wrong. Yeah, you're just going to be, do that pleasant sort of like sidestepping of certain yes. things. Like nodding and just going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, I see, yeah, yeah. Or that's a way that you could think about it, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like, oh, well, you know, like to each his own. You never know. Yeah. It uh, could happen. Even, I guess. <laughs> So yeah, that's my amount. I bet I with people that I care about, um, especially especially now, and I think that like these last two years have definitely given me even extra impetus to be as honest with myself mm-hmm. and with other people um, that I can be, because when I'm not honest with myself. And other people, I end up hurting myself or inconveniencing myself. Yeah. And et cetera. So it's like, it's better to just be honest as, you know, be tactful. I don't like that idea of brutal honesty because I think that's bullshit. Um, You don't, you could be honest without being brutal. Um, You should do right by yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And with other people. So yeah, that's it. Speaking now of doing right by yourselves. How how has your uh, mental health been this week? Well, I started therapy again, mm-hmm. um, which was really good. Um, I'm excited to continue. Uh, wait, but did I, did I start therapy last week or this week? I think it was this week because we didn't talk about my me going to therapy this last week. Uh, but either way, I started it. Um, I was very happy to talk to Lords again. Excited to continue our work together. Um, we are moving to bi-weekly, um, which I think is good um, because I'm I'm going to be still going weekly with my ADHD therapist, which is great. Um, and I think we we just like talked about my new job, things that I might be feeling worried or scared about, um, specifically like my fear that I'm you know it's not really imposter syndrome. It's just anxiety of the unknown Mm -hmm. and just you know as i said there's like a lot that i'm learning and trying to learn and knowing that i'm i'm 
I'm wanting to get all this information down while also um, not rushing myself, but not taking, I guess, whatever the idea of too long could be to learn the thing. And I'm just trying to be very mindful of that. But I'm really I'm really looking forward to us unpacking um, these things so we can talk about it. Um, I, I feel like I'm feeling good. That's good. I think that I'm feeling good. Like I, I don't, I feel like there are things that I know that like I'm working on. There are things that I know that I would like to be different. Um, but I think that I have really been able to in, especially I feel like this last year, I feel like I've been able to really hone in on points that needed my attention um, and even like go deeper and deeper into them to really like dig into myself in ways I was not doing before. Um, And I think that was, has definitely been a really big benefit for me. Um, And honestly, like, I was really thinking about it the other day, and I am honestly so grateful not to be working at that toxic job anymore because I think that I said this before, but like when I'm in a, when I was in that space, I was not myself. Like, And I recognize that because the last time I was in a work situation like that, um, I was, that was in like 2017 to 20, like 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. And I like just been checked, like when I've been working like with my therapist about like with my work trauma um, and being like, and the kind of seeing like what are the kind of comparisons and the things that I learned from um, those jobs that were harmful to me. It's like when I'm in a space that is like incredibly um, toxic and anxiety ridden or anxiety producing um, and people are being like very highly critical of me mm-hmm in ways that are not warranted, it really impacts every relationship that I'm having in my life because then every, then it's like everybody around me is, I'm perceiving everything they're doing as worse than it actually is. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about how that like has just impacted my that how that impacted my life and like my relationships and how like the I feel like the the joy and the just like peace I have in my relationships now is so vastly different from the it's, and I like I can tell like from because the first time it happened I didn't have anything to compare it to. But now I have two things to compare and be and with both having like um, some time in between them that I could know that it, like, oh, it just wasn't me. Like, yeah, I could be depressed and have anxiety, um, 
But the environment that I'm in definitely impacts that. Because when I think about those jobs or maybe if I'm thinking about like in high school when I was dealing with like a lot of stuff at home and how that created this like um, this like tension in myself, um, I'm really glad to have noticed that, mm-hmm. to be able to compare that to now. And to I think that I'm only now in the last... I guess year yearish time being a yeah uh, almost well this hasn't really been a year but almost yearish time have been able to appreciate um, my life and the people in my life and the things that are happening because I'm getting an actual real representation of what's going on versus feeling like you know everyone is attacking me or criticizing me and being like just mean or judgmental etc um so yes that was something i was thinking about this week um i've had some other some i feel like i've had some other uh epiphanies that i that i've come together very recently too uh, which is cool um and Yes, I think that I went on for a bit of a ramble, but... Yeah, it's fine. How are you? How are you doing now that you're... You didn't have therapy this week, or you did have therapy this week? No, uh, I had therapy last week. Uh, no ther- So, I'm gearing up for my final therapy session, which is going to mm-hmm. be in a few weeks. Because, uh, you know, like, vacations, birthdays, and whatever are coming up. Yeah. And uh, we pushed it back for a few weeks. Um, I... I- I am looking forward to, uh, I'm acclimating myself to a life without therapy. Uh, I think I'm acclimating very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, like I've been in therapy for a long time. I have the tools necessary to navigate any stressful situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, even even this month is a testament. Like a lot of things have happened within a span of time uh, of this month. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'll get to in my gripes. Um, I think that doing this podcast has been one of the therapeutic outlets that I've put into place in order to uh, properly vent mm-hmm. and properly, uh, you know, channel any of the anxieties that I've had. Uh, mind you, I have not. Like, am I am I doing one hundred percent great when it comes to venting? I'm not venting. Uh, to dealing with things in a healthy way. No, there's still works in progress. However, I am farther along than I would have been had I had not been in therapy for four to five years. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Overall, in that regard, I'm feeling great mental wise. I want to say again to you that I'm very proud of you. Hmm. And I know that you're going to kick your mental health's butt and whip it into shape. Whip it real um, good. Because you have all the tools and you're, you are very hand, handy. Capable. Capable, yes. Very capable. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, all right, that was it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's everything for our mental health uh, check-in. Now, of course, is the time of the podcast where uh, 
the week has not been great. So let's get our gripes out with gripe right here. Bring it. What? We gripe We're not griping anywhere else. We gripe This safe space for us to share. We gripe We ain't griping anywhere else. We gripe uh, uh, uh. Hello, is it me you're looking for? I can cheat in your eyes, I can see it in your smile, I can see it in your walk. I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> um, all right, so do you, you go first. I went first last time, uh, yeah, so uh. As I alluded to, this week has been a bit of a fucking beast. Mm-hmm. Not after, not even a few hours after we stopped recording in the last podcast, did I have to be notified by my friend Odie here that there was a fucking flood in my apartment that I had to deal with for hours. I had to stay up all night making sure that... Things weren't damaged in my apartment from it being over flooded. Apparently, there was a pipe burst that uh, fucking flooded my apartment and my apartment only because I didn't see them working on anybody else's apartment. I didn't see anybody else out in the hallways trying to figure out where the fucking uh, supers were and everything like that. I didn't see when I like it. It was ridiculous. And I had to get up very early in the morning to run around to Target and Home Depot to get a fucking wet back and a fucking mop. Uh, yes, I know I should already have a mop. I know that. I you don't. Have a Swiffer. Swiffer wasn't going to fix what was happening. Swiffer was not going to pick up the actual water and wring it out in the tub. Or where, or in the toilet, or wherever the dirty fucking sewage water needed to be, and then I find out, oh, Maurice, your wisdom teeth need to be removed. Okay, fine. I find out that my health insurance, is, my dental insurance, is not gonna cover the actual procedure. So that was five hundred dollars for fucking tooth that I had to pay out of fucking pocket in order to fucking get this procedure done. No payment plans, no nothing. Just $2,000 out of my goddamn savings that I had to fucking uh, give to the doctors. Now, this entire week, I have been in medicated pain. My mouth hurts. All right, what that mouth do? That mouth be in pain. It's so much fucking pain that my mouth is in right now. Like, I got sutures in all corners of my mouth. They're rubbing up against my cheeks. I have to pop uh, ibuprofen like they're fucking Skittles. Like, I'm, I'm, I am in so... I can't eat pizza. I ordered a large fucking pizza today that I had to chomp down on through tears because I couldn't fucking eat it. I could not eat the goddamn pizza. Pizza is one of the most delicious fucking meals that you could possibly have in this world, and I couldn't fucking eat it. God damn it this week. And then, at work, I'm not going to name names at work, but a bunch of people, I manage a department, okay? 
And I'm starting to feel like motherfuckers are taking advantage of my kind nature. I don't want to be an asshole. I don't want to be the kind of person who, like, goes down hard. But now motherfuckers are, like, they're calling out. It's overlapping. I had to run a meeting fresh out of a dental uh, operation. I had to talk through some painful fucking slideshows and shit. It was ridiculous. And tomorrow I'm going to be like, yo, like, I ran the meeting. Can someone else run the meeting? Like, because I'm, I'm not doing that shit today. Um, it was just, it was a lot and I dealt with a lot and I'm tired. This was a tiresome weekend and that's it. That's it for me. That is all the shit that pissed me off this week. My mouth is in pain. My apartment flooded. That's it. I hate, oh, there's bugs running around. (laughs) Fucking dinosaur ass, oh my prehistoric, God. Was so Jurassic, <laughs> Paleolithic era fucking bugs running around. <laughs> and I can't move. Why? Because my, I had to dip into my... I had to dip into my savings to fix my fucking mouth. Oh, and my primary doctor uh, pushed, the, pushed my uh, appointment to October. So... That's fun. I was trying to get all of my health stuff out of the way, but now it's been pushed to October. So that's that's a fun little wrinkle. Is that it? Yes, that's it. I'm fucking I'm pissed. I'm upset. I'm upset. You're Drake right now? Yes, I am Drake. Um, all right, let's see. For me, what pissed me off this week? Well, huh. <sighs> Okay, I'm going to start with the non-me-related things. Okay. That pissed me off. Um, Number one, Herb Gotti. Still a fucking loser. Still talking about him and Ashanti having sex. And someone did the calculations, and it was like, Herb Gotti was like 30, while she was like 19, 20. So just like predatorial, disgusting, gross. You're a loser. Stop talking about your 20-plus old, this old-ass relationship. It is stupid, it's weird, and nobody cares. Hence why Ashanti said she wasn't trying to be a part of your damn documentary. Get over it. Number two, some racist-ass hooligans have yet again done some bomb threats at Howard University. Ain't you? You fucking know. And the students, they were moving in this week and doing the whole back to school. We're excited. We're seniors. We're freshmen. We're, we're doing all we can. And they had to change over all the plans evacuate, people were scared to be on campus, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's just your school year is already being impacted by COVID possibly. It's already being worrisome about monkeypox. Tuition just went up another like 7%. Um, they don't need any more stress. And I need who is ever these... Freaking nimcompoop 
Neanderthals to leave us the fuck alone because one of our computer engineering students will find you. We will hack you. We won't hack you, but we will give your information to the FBI or CIA or whoever else can take care of this in a quick, timely fashion and send you to Camp Cupcake because obviously you can't be trusted. Um, all right, those were the only things that were uh, non-me related. Um, the things that were grinding me this week about um, myself. Um, and you can speak in general if you don't want to give out too many details. Thank you very much. Um, I, too, feel as though my kindness is being... And my general niceness and demeanor, whatever, who, who I am, is being exploited and um, taken for granted um, because I have been getting some unwarranted, nasty behavior towards me. Um, and as you know, I am generally a... I won't say that I'm calm. I obviously am a very boisterous person. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm and I try to be when I'm when I am because I'm very I speak very loud um, very often. I try to make sure that if I'm saying something to someone that could possibly be seen as like stern or firm or whatever, that I'm saying it in a way that they know that I'm just saying, hey, this is what I would like you to know. I'm not trying to attack you like get, I'm not angry. Here's just what's going on. And I expect people to treat me that way as well. Um, and people, some people have been having a bit of an issue doing that. So I just feel like everyone needs to just be on notice that if you can't say something nice, then you don't say anything at all. And we all need to work on our mindfulness and our behavior, because if you have something to say that there's something that someone did to you, uh, if they hurt you, hurt your feelings, then you need to use your words. Because I hate that that saying, use your words. Um, I don't think that's very useful for children. Because babies and kids, they're, they cannot, they don't have the mo- the capability to process mm-hmm. their emotions, to even be able to tell you about how they're feeling. But as someone who's an adult, um, who's been living in your body for quite some time, who knows how you feel when you're angry or upset, etc., that means that the onus is now on you to communicate with others how you are feeling. And, And actually communicate. Not yelling, not screaming, not being nasty to them. Saying, hey, I really don't like XYZ. Can we talk about this? Because any other thing that you're doing is not getting your point across. It's just being rude and mean and nasty. And that I know that doesn't. that's not a way that I communicate with anybody that I care about. Um, and that's not what, how I want anyone that I care about to talk to me. So I feel like I'm just being very mindful that people are people. But that doesn't stop me from being annoyed. Um, Mercury's also in its shadow right now. So, you know, 
Why are you laughing? Has every single time that Mercury has gone retrograde, has all the things that I have said were going to happen not happened? Come to the mic, please. I did have some issues with did you, my internet. Going I want out you to speak. Just can you just reiterate? Count down all the things that happened to you this last week. Uh, I don't know if it was based on technology. Though, I didn't. With the exception but it's of my not just technology. Out. We have spoke about this many, many times. It is communication issues. It is money issues. It's transportation delays. It's technology. Yes. But it is all the things that fall under my ruling planet, Mercury. Okay. 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 The messenger. Okay. Okay. That's why pipes are bursting. Prehistoric bugs are flying. <laughs> okay. You got to pay $2,000 because your damn insurance isn't working real. Like, these are all things that fall under its umbrella. It went in its shadow last week. Hence why, well, Mercury's in its shadow. Mars is in Gemini. Uranus is retrograde. Like, there's a lot of shit happening. As above, so below. And right now, the above is doing the honky-tonk. And we just have to prepare ourselves um, for the annoyance because Mercury will be retrograde until, I believe, October 2nd. And then that's a two-week shadow. But the good thing is, by the time we get to homecoming, that shit will have been directed on up. So we are should hopefully feel less stupid, annoying things. I'm gonna um, go ahead and knock on wood. Make sure that homecoming goes off without a hitch. Um, but yeah, those are the only things that are grinding me this this week. Um, I'm I might have missed some. Um, I think that outside of like being in meetings. Oh, you know, well, no, uh, no, being in meetings wasn't grinding. I, I haven't really had any difficulty with that. So. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Get down on it. Get down on it. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. It is time for it is. Oh, shoot. Okay. There is feedback. Turn down the. I don't even know. Turn down the volume. I you turn down your volume. This is... We're, we're, is the volume down? Yeah. Okay. So hopefully there won't be any feedback. No, it's not. Okay. I hope not. Either way. Either way. Either way. It is time for us to talk about the things that made us happy. I'm the baby, baby merchant. Tots are us. I give you... Our service and no damn fuss. Give a baby merchant just a week or two. I'll have your baby for you. All right. <sighs> this we... is the section where we talk about the things that made us happy this week. <laughs> I'm going to go first and say us going live is uh, is uh, something that we should probably do more often. Yes. Uh, we can do that moving forward. Uh, shout out to uh, the person who just joined us. I hope you're having fun watching us do a live version of the Black and Snurdy podcast. I don't Man, know why you're laughing. You know what? We, for the 50th episode, we that's, should do a live that's version. That's what's going to happen for 
fifth episode, we're doing a live version of the we Black We will Podcast. be doing right. that. That is what's going to happen. You'll get to see exactly what we do uh, while we're recording. <laughs> so that's that's not going to be anxious-inducing anyway. It's not. We the do thing- lots of cool things. We're just going to be chatting, shooting the shit, mm-hmm. uh, having fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Okay, so as far as what made me happy this week. First, doing this podcast with you, as always, as every week. Per usual. Per usual. Um, in addition to that, I would say, uh, actually, like, the, the, the removal of my wisdom teeth, while it did come with some negativity, mm-hmm. I will say I was happy to know that um, that I was at least able to get the work done. Yes. At least, like, I was able to save my teeth because, like, the way that they were... Uh-oh. Hold on. Sorry about that. No, it's cool. <laughs> this is what happens when you're it is. It is what it is. Uh, the the way that they were growing, they were growing like like. It was going to be impacted. They were going to be impacted. And they were... And if I, if I didn't get them removed, then it would have fucked up the remainder of my mouth. So I'm glad that I was in a position to have my wisdom teeth removed. Yes. In addition to that, because my wisdom teeth were removed, I got a lot of sympathy from a lot of my friends who I told, hey, I had my wisdom teeth. And with that sympathy came a lot of like, hey, how you doing? People that I don't usually hear from or talk to that much is just like, hey, just checking in. I know what it's like to have my wisdom teeth removed when I was younger. So, you know, uh, and, and just that sort of outpouring of friends and friendship Really was uh, awesome. Well, you deserve it. Yeah. I also was invited to a baby shower where I had a lot of fun. And a lo- and I had a lot of food. And I did not drink. And even though I was concerned about the not drinking part, I ended up having a very lovely time. So, with that being said, that's everything. How yes. about you? How was your weekend? Yes, I did just hit my uh, head. Yes, on the you did. I wasn't going to say anything, but you decided to, so I just figured, you it's know. It's fine. That, like, wh- whoever is watching us saw me hit my head, <laughs> and it's fine. Like, shout out shout out to you who, uh... uh I think they left. No, they're... they're still That's there. you. You're oh. number one. What are you... Oh, you're... I would thought you were... Okay, I, I was... Oh, it's Avi! I know Avi! Yo, what's up, I dude? I don't think Avi's in here. Uh, Avi, if you're in here, say something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Avi, if you're in here, say something. Um, <laughs> say hi or something. Um, It's all good, though. So, okay, what made me happy this week? Number one, per usual, always is doing this podcast with you because it's always a lot of fun. We get to have a lot of uh, laughs. Sometimes uh, some feels, and it's always a rocking good time. Um, number, well, this is actually number one because the my first one is just like a standard, general, consistent thing, and this is always fun. Yes. Um, my main, 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 main thing that made me happy this week 
was my sister's baby shower. <laughs> King Ketandu. His name is Ketandu, not King Ketandu, but I'm calling him King. Okay. My baby Keta is cooking it up in the oven. Yes. He is rolling around. He's looking at his fingers. He's playing soccer for Liverpool in the tummy. Literally, he is in a pool, and <laughs> he's probably kicking that liver. Oh, that is, yes. Yes. Um, And... Um, I had, I've been planning this with my, um, sister's best friends. Um, shout out to all of you. I love you guys. Um, and it has been honestly a very, um, this, this type of, uh, planning takes a lot of time, months of time to research things, coordinate with people, Find venue. Well, it was it was at my dad's house, so it wasn't a venue, but vendors, vendors, um, and just like you know, make sure everything's gonna be great. But even then, you don't know until the day of, until you open up the packages and open up the um, decorations to see how things are gonna happen. But honestly, every one of the vendors did an amazing job. Um, the the centerpieces were beautiful. Um, the decorations were gorgeous. The food was amazing. Her cake was so cute. Mm-hmm. It was a big K, and it was great. I love that. Um, and then just everyone just showing up and showing out for my sister made me so happy mm-hmm. because she and my brother, Ogona, they deserve all of the joy and the happiness and the love that this world can offer. And knowing that baby Keita is just already filled with a village of people that want him to grow and thrive is really beautiful um and hilarious that um by mistake 100 percent accident my sister and i Ended up wearing the same. Sort it was of. like ninety five percent the same. It was the same fabric except for mine had, was off the shoulder well, and great, hers had great minds think alike. Exactly, and it was it actually is like just kind of like that sister ESP because she had told me she was wearing a completely different dress, mm-hmm. and I had been planning to wear a completely different dress, but at the last minute because I got my hair done, um. My cousins were like, my cousin and my aunt were like, oh, your hair is blue and green. This floral dress will go better with the color. And so I went with that. Yeah. Um, not realizing that my older sister had also had a last minute wardrobe change. Mm-hmm. And so we were staring at each other like Diddy. And that guy on that um, singing competition. Or, or like those Spider-Men. Yes, it was ex- yeah, it was exactly the Spider Man, um, and I told her I was like Every- everybody's gonna be sitting here thinking of me like sing this you know single black female uh, stalker lady who's tried to like steal her sister's life, but it was she was she didn't care that I had the same dress on. She looked beautiful. I um, I was just so happy to be able to see her. Of course, and 
just have a beautiful day with like with our friends, our family. People came from all across the country to come see her. Um, just it was just beautiful. Um, also, I want what made me happy is you this week because you went above and beyond all possible ways um, for me at the baby shower. And you didn't have to, but you did. And I really, I love and appreciate all of the help that you gave me um, yesterday. Um, And it's just such a pleasure to have you in my life because I know that I can always count on you and you're always going to have my back. Of course. So you get the third what made me happy this week. Nice. So that's it and that's all for me. All right. And if Oh that- wait, I'm lying. I'm also back in the bad bitch delegation. Ha 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 ha. And with that being said, <laughs> That is going to do it for the 49th episode the 49th. of the Black and Sturdy Podcast. Tune in next week where we will be live. L-I-V-E. And we will uh, do another one of these. So, with that, like I said, with that being said, uh, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at blackandsnerdypodcast, as well as on Twitter at blackandsnerdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is Legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D. T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Snurdy Podcast, where snurds of a feather flock together. Remember? Bye. Boy. <laughs> no, this is keeping it. <laughs> We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. I actually want to keep that.